Hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting adventure at the Hub World. Today's quest will have us covering the MCU movie tier list. My name is Matteo, and today I'm joined by... Just Jules. Whether you're joining our adventure from YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, be sure to like and subscribe. Now, let's get this tier list rolling. Remember everyone, there's, there's 31 movies in the MCU, so well, now with Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp Quantum Mania... So we've opted to not include uh, Disney Plus series and the Disney Plus special presentations like Werewolf by Night. We're probably going to do one of those tier lists, including essentially anything that's not a movie, because we're going to get two more shows this year. So maybe we even do it this year at some point. But Jules, give us the the lowdown at what to expect in this tier list. For the tier lists, we will go through... Um, everything that applies. So in this case, it's the MCU films, and we will decide where they land. Now, we might adjust as we go. Um, However, we are going to do our very best to just place something and then not really move it. Um, Now, we've done tier lists differently depending on um, in the past. So this is something we should set an intention here, Mateo. Are we just tiering them, or are we ordering them as well? I think we should order them. <laughs> okay, but we're going to attempt to order them. So it won't just matter where they are tier-wise. We are going to try and order them from, you know, greatest to least greatest film. Um, however, some films, we and we'll let you know if that's the case, will, um, you know, probably be at the same level. And so they, they'll just go beside each other. Um, now, those of you who are listening to this through Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, such and such. Uh, you're not going to get a visual, but we'll do our best to explain. However, if you do hop on YouTube, you will be able to watch the tier list unfold um, with a visual. Um, so please enjoy. Um, now, Mateo and I have very different opinions when it comes to MCU. So we are going to do our best to find compromise. We'd also like you to remember these are our opinions. This is not us saying that our opinion is better than yours. We know MCU is a very hot topic, um, and a lot of people have very big opinions. This is just one of many people's opinions. So please, um, if you'd like to join in on the dialogue, feel free to leave a comment um, and like and subscribe. Um, and join in on that conversation. Let us know what do you think is the best MCU film and what do you think is the absolute worst. We want to know. Um, so we had originally intended to do this right after Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So it would have been a, um, you know, like a phase one through four kind of deal. But Ant-Man Quantumania just came out. We saw it. So we thought we'd just throw that on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can look at it from there. And like Mateo said, we're not going to do the shows. We're not going to do the specials. However, we might down the line either do a separate one that has just the shows and the specials, or maybe we'll just adjust this one and add the shows and the specials to it at a later date. Um, But for now, just the films. So we're going to kick it off. We're going to go in chronological order in terms of release. So we will start with the original Iron Man film. So uh, in my opinion, this movie still really, really, really holds up. It used to be really high in my list, but I'm still really attached to this movie. I think it belongs in A tier. I personally don't agree. I, I do agree with everything you said other than the tier list. Like, I do think this movie really holds up. I do think it's the best Iron Man film. I don't love Iron Man in general. 
I find Iron Man very boring. However, he gets a lot worse after this movie in his own series. <laughs> this is like the this is the benchmark for an Iron Man standalone movie. Yes. And and I personally was going to say I would personally put it in my high B tier. So I'm also okay with it going in A. I just will also be transparent in that I personally feel that if it's going in A, it's probably at the lower end of A for me. Um, but I'm okay putting it at A right now if that's what we're feeling. And then yeah. we can always adjust later. Mm-hmm. So we'll throw um, Iron Man up in A. So we'll I just heard... kind of adjust as we go. So as we mm-hmm. add things to A, we'll just just determine where it goes so we'll say does it go before or after iron man and we'll just kind of mm-hmm. go from there iron man setting a, a little bit of a standard there at a now uh next film the incredible hulk um featuring edward norton was that that was the name right i think so <laughs> um fun fact he was almost in she hulk um oh really i did not know that yes they were <laughs> they were potentially going to bring him back but they didn't want to confuse the viewers I have not seen this film in quite a while. I do think that, like, if this movie released now, this would be an F-tier movie. Mm -hmm. I really believe that. I don't necessarily know that it is an F-tier movie in general. I like. I I feel like the safe place to put it is D. Yeah, I agree. Just for now. And we can always move it down later if we need. But you know what, though? Like, I forgot to mention this earlier in the episode, but I actually have rewatched the MCU movies like all of them very recently, like I had a Thor love and thunder. I watched every movie in order. And this was one that I remembered that like, Oh, I always, it was a shoe in as the bottom place movie on my list, but I, I don't think it's an F tier movie. Honestly, I don't think it'll finish this list in F tier, but it's a solid D tier. Like, yeah, it's, a, it's like, it's just there. It's like great. It's, it's yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, it's not bad. Like, it's not a movie that that when I watch it, I'm frustrated and I'm like, this is a terrible movie. It's very much like that was a movie. I probably mm-hmm. won't watch it again. So, like, I agree. I, I, I do think it's it in, embodies D tier in the sense that, like, I don't hate this movie. Yeah. I just don't care for it in any capacity. Yeah. So let's throw it safely in D. Iron Man 2. It's so funny when you look back on the MCU because this is phase one. This is what started the MCU. And already I'm like, damn, these are some stinkers. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate Iron Man 2. I think Iron Man 2's only redeeming quality is the fact that it introduced Black Widow. And she did a great job. But the story is a mess. Mickey Rourke just <laughs> should not have been in that movie. Um, he's bad. <laughs> he's awful you you know it's funny because it like i read like i read this quote and this will probably come up later when we get there i read this quote that was like mcu prior to endgame villain bad story good mcu post endgame villain good story bad and i like i and i don't necessarily agree with that in the broad strokes but i do agree with the fact that there were a lot of bad villains prior to Endgame. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the, the Marvel villains were just so uninteresting, and Mickey Rourke is, like, the epitome of that. Like, Whiplash is the most uninteresting villain, I think, in the MCU. And I, yeah, and I mean, Justin Hammer is okay, I guess, but... Um... I honestly, just for full transparency, this was my bottom MCU movie for a really, really, really long time, and then until my recent pre like rewatch of it, it moved from bottom place to like 
I think sixth worst or fifth worst, just because I really liked uh, I really liked the start of what's his name? Yeah, the the new actor Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle's War Machine's really good in this movie, and then also. Justin Hammer is one of those characters that grew on me over time. Like, I heard other people say, you know, he's not that bad. And then I watched this, and, he, and sure enough, like, I agree with them. Like, Justin Hammer actually was a really good villain. And I, I do like set pieces like the Stark Expo and things like that as well. But just in general, though, like, yeah, a movie, I, I, I feel like a huge component of a, the success of a, a Marvel movie in my eyes is the villain. And this is the, the worst by a landslide. So, honestly, I would put this below Incredible Hulk in D tier, or yeah, I would as well. I would keep I, it in F tier. I don't know, like it's it's. I could be swayed either way. Yeah, I I'm more inclined to put this in F tier. Like I do think, uh, but you made some good points. Like I, the fact that it did have redeemable qualities, like you know, Rhodey and Black Widow and Justin Hammer to a degree, maybe warrants it being in. D for now, but I definitely would put it below Hulk. Then we have Thor. I really liked this movie when it came out. Like, I really did. But re-watching it, it, it definitely is one of those movies that I'm like, this movie really benefited from being in Phase 1. Because it has aged worse. Because the plot is good, but it's not like anything special. And I, I really do think that this movie is a very solid C tier film. It's very much like it is good, but it isn't great. Yeah, like I would sort of categorize this similar to Incredible Hulk because it's just another movie that like it doesn't do anything necessarily terrible, but it doesn't do anything necessarily amazing. But it is better than Hulk in the sense that I do think like obviously I think Loki is better than Abomination. Anthony Hopkins is really good in this movie as well. There's more Just, redeeming quality yeah. in this film than there mm -hmm. is in Hulk. Like, Loki is a strong villain. Like, the characterization of Loki and Thor are pretty great, you know. And um, then, like, this movie, though, is, like, the real jumpstart for the expansion of the MCU. Like, yes. that, this is the movie that I attribute that to. Or, like, for sure. Outer 100%. space, mythology, uh, you know, the Tesseract. Yeah. Like stuff like that, right? Like it's... I, I agree. And that's why mm -hmm. I feel like it's a C tier movie. I really do feel like it's it's strong. It has a lot of redeeming qualities. There's some great characters in there, but it's also that kind of movie that like once you've ex like it was better the first time you watch it because you're experiencing those things for the first time, but going back and rewatching it, the plot itself is very middling and um, there's nothing huge about the movie that really stands out. It it really is just like there, like I I, I just don't think it's that good. I would throw it in C. Okay, C it is. Okay, we're almost at the end of phase one. Crazy, not yep. a lot of movies in phase one. Now this one maybe we'll disagree on, but Cap One. I will come out and say that to this day I still think Cap One is the best movie in phase one by far. I agree. I love Cap 1. And I've heard so much hate for Cap 1 online. And I disagree with every aspect of it. I don't Cap understand one, it at all. Like, I don't either. And like, like I get some sense of like people feeling it's boring. But I don't think it's any more boring than any of these origin stories. Like, Bucky is a fantastic character introduced. Like, that's the thing. is the three 
the three pillars of the MCU um, from Captain America, like Bucky, Peggy, and Steve are all introduced here. They're all great. Like in the film, they're all fantastic. Um, the guy who plays um, Stark, Howard Stark, is also mm-hmm. incredible. The villain, this is the first, in my opinion, other than Loki. Red Skull is great. Red Skull is a fantastic villain. Mm-hmm. And this movie has a great plot. Like it, it really is. And it leads you right into Avengers. Yep. Like there's the Avengers plot doesn't it doesn't feel as intrusive as it does in Thor. Like it's there and there's connective tissue. Um, but there's little seeds and there's little things to get you excited. But then it also has its own plot, and it's just it's a really solid, mm-hmm. in my opinion, plot. I like, I personally would put this in I would put it in A personally. Well, but thinking about the scope of the MCU, I'd probably put it in B. This is the thing. This is how I fall with, with this movie. This is my second favorite movie in the entire MCU. Like, I think this is single-handedly the most underrated movie in the entire MCU. And I think it's one of the greatest superhero origin movies ever made. When I left this movie... Uh, when I left theaters seeing this movie back in, like, 2011, whenever the heck it was, I loved it. I adored that movie then. I still, to this day, I've never, my opinion has never changed about this movie in the, who knows how many times I've seen it by now. Like, I think the whole origin of Captain America has done so well. I really love world history and the fact that how this movie fits into the time period in World War II is really well done as well. And then the ending is so fantastic how, like, he's a fish out of water and it goes right into Avengers that way. I, I think it's just, it's really, really well done. Yeah. And the Captain America song in this is amazing. Like how he's a, he's a puppet of the, he, he eventually realizes he's a puppet of the government. He's not doing what he, like he, the beginning of the movie, it's all about him wanting to go to war. But then once he's there, he realizes he's just wasting his time. They're wasting his abilities. And him and Bucky is a great relationship. I love Arnim Zola. Like there's there's so yeah. many amazing elements of this movie. There the are, set designs, yeah. like it's just it's so well done. I per like I personally would put this in S, but I, that's probably not gonna yeah. happen. I I personally don't think it should go in S, even though yeah. it's one of my favorite. But know what you it has to go me. above. It has to go this, above Iron Man at least. This, yeah, this is our list. This is me and you, and if both of us feel this strongly about this film, this movie is going ahead of Iron Man. Absolutely, and I'm not gonna apologize for that. Absolutely. So let's put it there. People need to give Cap One another chance. It's really excellent. Yep, you heard it here. The Hub World said it first. Cap One, one of the best movies in the MCU. The first Avengers film, The Avengers. With Avengers, this is this is a really interesting movie to place because if you told me like if, to where I would place this movie back in 2012, heck, actually even before Avengers. Infinity War and Endgame. I would say this is really high up on the tier list for a Marvel movie. But upon rewatching it, like I, I kind of got bored in the movie. Uh and the dialogue really hasn't aged well. Like it's it's really campy at times. And like I get like it, it, this movie was an event. It was the first event movie in the MCU. It's significant in that regard, but I just feel like this movie just, it hasn't aged well for me personally. It just, like, it's not S for sure, 
it might not even be A for me anymore. Uh, but I like as a team up movie, it set the standard. I think I would have to go low A or B for yeah. Avengers. I I definitely feel the same way about it being like low A or B, mostly because I do think like it was an event movie when it came out. It has aged a little poorer in the sense that like, I mean, it's not the biggest thing anymore, right? Mm-hmm. However, that being said, I do think that the plot of the first Avengers film is very very great. Like it's it's very tight. Um, it really does what it needs to do. Um, and the banter and the relationships between the Avengers is done very, very well. So I actually do think that this film deserves to be in the A tier. Um, because I do think what it does is very, like, it does what it needs to do very well. Um, I don't think this is a case of, like, Thor, um, where it's, like, boring. I, I don't. I don't think that the the film itself is like missing pieces. Like I do think it is like the perfect first film for the Avengers. Like it it doesn't go far enough that it makes it impossible to follow, but it does what it needs to do, which is like a lot of these characters, this is the first time they're interacting. And I think that's something that on a rewatch we forget, but like this is the first time a lot of them are interacting. And that was a, that was a tall order and they mm-hmm. actually did it very well. And I, I really do need to appreciate yeah. that like, aspect of it. The battle of New York is still something that comes back because it was that first moment where people realized like on a, on a mass scale that we're not alone. That's like your battle of Yavin type. That's the universe forming event. Yeah. I do think that this should be an A tier. Yeah, I would get it at the end of A tier right now. I do think it's not as good as Iron Man or Cap 1. I do think it deserves to be an A tier. I'm good with that. Yeah, there we go. Okay. That's phase one. Yeah, it was phase one. We're back. We're on to phase two. Iron Man 3. I will open with this one. I hated this film. I came out of this film so pissed off. And I really was like, this was worse than Iron Man 2. And to a degree, I still do think that Iron Man 3 has a lot of failures. I definitely don't think it's a good film. However, I do think my feelings toward the film upon rewatching it are a little bit more understanding because I see more of the vision of what they were trying to do. And I appreciate that a little bit more. Um, I appreciate the subversion and the commentary on like terrorism. Um, I appreciate the attempt to merge um multiple storylines from the comics into something that was new but still informed by tony stark and iron man's history one of the problems is that it had like a self-undermining ending in the sense that like it tries to end with this consequence of like i'm no longer iron man even though we know there's another avengers film coming with iron man in it so i i think that in general the mcu needs to be careful about having those endings that are supposed to have this this weight when we already know that that weight doesn't exist so i think that's something that i think uh i can still fault it for but in general like i actually do think the mandarin twist is interesting now and i don't hate the movie i i i do like think back on it now and i'm like the movie really i did enjoy it until the mandarin twist and then i kind of like was soured and i didn't really like where it went but in hindsight now knowing the twist and knowing like its purpose of trying to you know 
make a commentary on terrorism i i appreciate it more um i don't necessarily think i like the movie i don't necessarily think i love the movie but i definitely appreciate it enough to say that i don't think this is a d movie like i don't think i don't think it's on the same level as iron man 2 anymore i do think it's a a step above iron man 2 that's that's the difference i i think it's a step i think it's a step above iron man 2 but it's still a d-tier movie (laughs) i still do not like this movie to this day like i really don't like the mandarin twist even though it's sort of been redeemed i still think it was a really bad decision for its time and that's my first uh oh moment in the mcu where like oh this is bad what they just did here this is bad like i i i think it may have been the first time i cringed in a movie watching that mandarin twist i just didn't like it from any angle like i just don't get why they would do that it seemed totally unnecessary and i think it's a little tone deaf to be honest with you with what the fan base wanted also the ending like you said like it just it's really dumb because that the first thing i said after walking out of theater is okay but he's in avengers age of ultron so what was the point of this and aldrich killian is also a really bad villain as well (laughs) And the whole, like, extremist story, I think, is just super cheesy. It, it kind of gives me, like, the vibe I had with Aldrich Killian in this movie was very similar to the vibe I got from Poison Ivy and Batman and Robin, where, like, he was wronged by somebody, and he's going on this crazy experimental adventure, and it's, like, he was super nerdy. Oh, I'm going to go be a villain because Tony Stark stood me up. I, I just think it was really cheesy and lame. And I just really do not like this movie. Like, I would even put it in F tier, to be honest with you. But, like, I just do not think this movie serves no purpose even to this day. It could have just not existed because of what happened in Shang-Chi, right? Like, it, this movie did not need to happen. I don't think it should go in F. Like, I actually don't think this is an F tier movie. I never thought it was an F tier movie. I think F tier is reserved for a very particular type of movie in the MCU. And Iron Man 3 is not one of those movies. Yeah. Um. But I personally do think I think it's better than Hulk and Iron Man Two. So if it's not going to go at the bottom of C, like I'm okay with it going above like those like two I and said, D. Like like I said with Hulk, to me personally, Hulk did not bother me in any way. Like it was just the most baseline movie. And whereas the two Iron Man movies uh, that we're talking about, they have significant things that I have a problem with. Like the one thing I liked about Iron Man 3 was the fact that Happy kind of became more of a focal point in this movie. Like him being in the hospital was a very uh, emotional part of the movie for viewers and for Tony. So that's like the one nice thing I can say about Iron Man 3. Yeah, I I don't know. I just think that the, the character arc in Iron Man 3 is actually pretty strong if you remove the the fact that we know that he comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just think that again, like even though the Mandarin twist was kind of like tone deaf at the time, in hindsight, I actually do think it was the right decision. Not that I don't think the way they delivered it was the right decision. Like I don't think having the extremism of like here's like kind of what you know the Mandarin to be like from the comics, and it turns out it's just some like stupid actor. Like I think that was tone deaf, but I like the commentary on like you know, like the the stereotype of the Mandarin and like subverting that. Like, I, I think that's a great commentary. I think they could have done it better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I still think like, that's why I would say like, I would put it above Hulk is because I appreciate the risks. And I do think that there were some good 
that you can pull from Iron Man 3 because of the risks. Whereas I feel like the Hulk doesn't take any risks. Like, I, I feel like the Hulk is just meh. Whereas I feel like the highs and lows of Iron Man 3 are a little bit more... Like, there's more lows than highs, but I feel like... I don't know. I, I personally just think it should go above Hulk. But I'm okay putting it below, because at the end of the day, huh. I'm not going to fight over the bottom tier films. Let's just right. put it above Iron Man 2, because I... I want to get to movies I actually want to talk about. <laughs> I'm okay stopping the conversation on Iron Man 3. Um, now, Thor The Dark World. This is possibly the first F-tier film, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. This has everything. Bad plot. Bad, bad character. Bad villain. Very like weird choices. Yeah, it's not, it's just not great. It's like, there's nothing cringe about it, but like nothing, it does nothing well. I think, I think one of the problems with this film too is it takes itself too seriously. Like this is, and this is almost one of the only films in the MCU that does this to the point where like, it's just not even fun anymore. It's just not only is it dry and like, like void of any kind of personality, but it also did have a lot of very major moments. Like technically Loki quote unquote dies in this film, right? Like obviously he doesn't, but like they introduced the reality stone, right? Mm -hmm. Like this, this film is supposed to put like Thor on his art in the next few films, but like it's the execution is so bad. Like this, this for me again, like I don't hate this movie enough to necessarily say for sure it's F tier. Um, but this is definitely the worst film that's on here right now. This is the only move MCU movie and that I never saw in theaters. And then when I did see it eventually, when it was on like a movie channel or something, first thing I told myself after I watched it, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't pay to see this movie because I would have just been miserable if I had known that I had spent money on this. Like, I've seen it twice since then. Like, we did a MCU rewatch, but it, it's bad. Like, I just, I think it's an, I think it's F tier. Okay. I will. Yeah. I've only seen There's it nothing once. I would say is redeeming about yeah, this I've movie. only seen it once and that's enough for me. It's one of the films that I will always skip no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, when I rewatch MCU films, so I'm I'm comfortable just throwing it in F. Mm-hmm. But let's go on the upswing for a little bit. Cap two, The Winter Soldier, S tier. This is, in my opinion, the greatest movie in the MCU. Man, was that a ride! It still is this day. It's such an amazing action espionage thriller movie. Like we thought Hydra was defeated, but they were there the entire time. And then now you're thinking which character is part of Hydra, who isn't. Nick Fury was fantastic in this movie. Black Widow was fantastic in this movie. I just love how the entirety of what we thought was right in the MCU was just systematically undermined in a matter of like 40 minutes, whatever the the thing. I didn't even talk about Winter Soldier, the name the namesake of this movie. He was amazing. Like he was so intimidating and I'm happy that they didn't necessarily resolve his story at the end of this movie. It was something that they continued into a civil war as well. But Captain America's costume is amazing. I just, I just so many parts of this movie I love, but it was a ride from the beginning to the end. It, they never let up. And to this day, I think it's the best movie from beginning to end. Like it's just so it's, I, I look forward to every time I watch this movie. 
It's my favorite. I I see. I have a different opinion of this film because this film was for me the peak of the MCU. Like when I watched it, I was like, "This is the best film I've seen in this MCU," and and it, and it continued that way for a long, long, long time. And then on my rewatch, I realized, at least in my opinion, I think this movie not that it's aged poorly, but I think that a lot of its initial um thrills and like quality do come from watching it for the first time like i do feel like this film suffers from knowing what happens and if i'm talking about my first watch of this film it's definitely an s tier but if i'm talking about how i feel about it now i don't think it's s tier i think it's like i still think it's the highest movie like i still think it's better than everything on this list right now but i personally would put it in an a tier right now based off of how i feel about it now when i rewatch it um however i'm still okay with it going in s tier yeah because of i understand how qual how much quality it has and like i i do think it is a very 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 solid film i just do think like when i rewatch the films i don't look forward to this film because I do feel like it loses something from knowing where, where things end up. So, but we can throw an S for now because it, it is an S tier film. It should be there. Okay. Guardians of the galaxy. I mentioned earlier how I thought I felt Thor was a turning point for the MCU in a good way. This is another turning point in the MCU. I feel like every movie after guardians of the galaxy because like this movie had no business being as good as it was. You had unknown characters with the Guardians. James Gunn was not an established director, and this was the first r- true extraterrestrial off-planet movie in the MCU. So there was a lot of things going against it, and it it, it succeeded in everything. And the tone of this movie, the humor, the writing, it's the first of its kind, and I feel like that is the that was what every MCU movie aspired to be. Like, the writing, in a way, changed after this movie came out, and at least in my opinion. But that being said, because it was the first movie written this way, and I do think the the cast is amazing. They're all perfectly cast. The great ensemble. I love the needle drops. Like, all the, the, the songs that James Gunn picks for his movies are fantastic. Everything about this movie still holds up, in my opinion. I would also put this movie in S, personally. Uh... But I could live with it being in the A tier as well. It's also in like a, it's like a top five movie in the MCU, in my opinion. Yeah, I, and, that's funny that you say that because I think that this movie should be above Winter Soldier. I think this is, I think this is one of the best films in the MCU, and that doesn't come from my first watch. That comes from rewatching, where I'm like, mm-hmm. Guardians is consistently good. Guardians is good every time you watch it. It is an incredible film. The cast is fantastic. The story is timeless. Like it has the perfect blend of like action and humor. Like I really do think this is one of the best MCU films and I'm way more comfortable with this movie in S tier than I am with Winter Soldier in S tier. Yeah. The the only reason I would keep Winter Soldier higher is because I really think Ronan the Accuser is a really bad villain. Like he's just he does nothing. He's just, I mean, he's so like, I get like, he serves a purpose, right? But he's just, I just find the delivery. Like he's just so monotone and boring. Yes. I, Whereas you have Hydra, which is like 
just this and like I, it's, you're comparing one guy to an organization. I know like the one dude in Winter Soldier is the real villain, Robert Redford's character, but well, that's what I was gonna say is I don't think that the villain of Winter Soldier is any better than the villain of Guardians because like sure Ronan is this figurehead the same way that the other guy is in um in Winter Soldier, but really Ronan just stands as a sect of of like kind of Thanos and like his larger presence. And so I I personally don't think that Ronan is necessarily any more of a demerit than um the villain of Winter Soldier is. Yeah. Like I, I really cuz like he's not the only one. Like Nebula's there too and Nebula does a fantastic job. Nebula um, is very good in this right? movie. And yeah. she plays just as big of a role, if not a bigger mm-hmm. role than Ronan, even though he's the big bad. Um so I I don't know. I I personally think Guardians is better than Winter Soldier and I think it should be higher, but yeah, um, that's fine. Honestly, like I I love both of these movies. Like I have a very big S S tier in the MCU and both of these movies are in there. So I, okay. honestly, like I could go I could go either way. Okay, I enjoy well, watching both of these movies equally. We're going to throw it up here then. Mm-hmm. There it is. Um we're coming to the end of phase 2. We're not quite there. We have a couple more movies, but Avengers Age of Ultron. So I think we got to start at B tier with Age of Ultron. I really was going to say the same thing. I really feel like Avengers Age of Ultron, first of all, I think has aged better than when it first came out. Came out. It is better yeah. than it, when it first came out. I didn't think it was good. Upon rewatching it, I'm like, actually, it is good. It's good. It's not great. Mm-hmm. It's, it definitely makes mistakes. It definitely isn't as good as it could have been. Ultron is not what he could have been. You know, the team retreading some of the conflict that they had in the first film is kind of like annoying. But you know, so many good things. It introduces Vision, and Vision is fantastic in it. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are great. Um, and Ultron is good. He's not yeah. amazing. He's good. Um, and the the Avengers themselves are also pretty good in the film. Like quite interesting like giving hawkeye is a boss in this movie yeah hawkeye's great giving banner more um focus than he had in the previous film like and then and then there's also that really great like kind of intro like this is the only time you really have it in the mcu the beginning when they're all kind of like partying together like you never really get to see moments like that where they're just like being mm-hmm. themselves like it does have moments that are really great for the mcu and really great for the world building um, to the point where, like, a lot of the characters from this film, I wanted to see again, right? Like, I, I, I actually do want to see Ultron again. Like, I'd love to see them do Ultron again. Um, and like, this movie really made me like Rhodey, and it really made me like, I don't know, I, I really, I feel like this film has a lot of positives that are overlooked because it did fall short in other ways. But I do think it's a B, right? Like, it's not C. It's not. It doesn't do anything like in a middling way it just you know it's it's a good film yep that has some shortcomings i agree ant-man the first ant-man this is the end of phase two Uh, see this one for me is tough as well i really like this movie i really really like it i would put this in b personally but do i do i like it more or less than age of ultron the villain kind of is there like yellow jacket's not that great but i do like paul rudd as scott lang I think this is when he was at his best personally. And I like Michael Douglas, I find, is also at his best as Hank Pym in this. And 
it just it's it's not bogged down by everything that's like i feel like ant-man and the wasp and quantum mania are almost too grand to be ant-man movies like this is just his own little corner and that's where he's best i don't know if i necessarily agree with what you're saying when comparing it to the other two films However, I do agree with you that it does have a lot of great and like having Ant-Man in his own corner has its own kind of novelty to it. I like I would argue that this film is better. Like this is a better origin film than Thor. I agree. Yeah. 100%. Um, like it, it, it is interesting. I personally, just on the scale of the MCU, feel like this is a C tier film, like high, much higher on the C tier than Thor is. Um, but I, I do feel like it is a C tier film, although I would be okay with it in B as well. I'm just more wary because I'm like, not everything can really go in the S tier and not everything can mm-hmm. go in the A tier. So when I'm thinking about like, what's going to end, what could potentially end up in the B tier. I'm like, I don't know if Ant-Man's going to be on that same caliber. Like, I feel like it's more of a, like when I look at C, I look at like, these are all the like good, but not great movies. Yeah. So that's where I would put Ant-Man personally, at least Mm -hmm. the first Ant-Man. That's where I would put it. Um, But I'll, I'll let you make the call. Uh, See, I feel like I personally view C as okay. Like B is great, is good. A is great, S is amazing. That's how like I'm viewing. Well, S is like masterpiece. A is amazing. B is like great, right? Great slash good. C is like good. And if there was a okay. tier between B and C, that's where Ant Man would fit perfectly. Yeah, this is the thing. Like now, I have to think long term here because like if I put Ant Man, if I argue for other movies, I gotta I gotta rework the the formula in my head. I I personally would put Ant Man at B, but it's like the bottom of B. I think that's where I would finalize my my opinion on Ant Man. Okay, well for now mm. let's put it at B, and then if we need to knock it down one, we can. Um, so we'll put it in B for now. So we've placed Ant Man. So um, that's all of Phase One and Phase Two of the MCU placed. That's actually going to bring us to the end of Part One of this episode. We know that Phase Three and Phase Four are going to um take a lot of time so we've decided to split this into a couple episodes so we'll cut it off here and that's going to bring us to the end of today's quest if you liked what you heard today hit that like subscribe or follow button if you want to contribute to the conversation let us know any ideas for upcoming quests or just share your thoughts leave us a comment and we'll see you next time at the hub mateo do you want to vlog us out microsoft make a new banjo game see everybody see ya